Hey everyone, and welcome back for episode 64 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We are so glad that you have decided to join us as we continue down the path this week. Uh, we're right in the middle of our Advent series here at Lafayette First, and uh, we are in the second week of Advent, which is the week of peace. We had hope last week, and this week we're talking about peace. And um, Derek, you led us to consider the covenant with Noah yesterday. Um, and so let's take a few minutes and what what um, just recap a little bit kind of what you talked about, and then what is the thing that we hold on to this week when we're talking about peace? Right. So, you know, I think I'd like to begin just by kind of stating some things that maybe people aren't aware of. Number one, how we develop sermon series sure. and those yeah, kind of things. Yeah. And I think that will help kind of flesh out Noah a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, and what we talked about yesterday. Uh, but this is something I couldn't talk about. Sure. Yeah, you know, really. Just didn't one fit. time to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we develop sermon series a year to a year and a half in advance. Mm-hmm. We are almost planned out. And what that means is like we, we know concepts, we know general scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll, as we get closer, we will dig in and get more specific. But right now we are, we're probably, uh, we're approaching being planned through, through Advent 2023, right? Um, not quite that far, yeah. but into 2023 we're, for we're, sure. We're working towards that. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're trying to get that. So that the same thing happened yeah. for this Advent series mm-hmm. is that we were planned uh, over a year ago yeah. for that. And, yeah, and we did we did that like in September of yeah. 2020. Yeah. So yeah. So in our our in our planning stage, it it's you know hey let's we know we're going to do Advent because it's Advent. And we, <laughs> right. We know we're going to do the hope peace. Uh, joy. joy and love and, and Christ candle. And, and and we do that, number one, because it's helpful to remind ourselves every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. But it's also helpful for it not just to be a candle we light and read a little paragraph, but to be integrated into the entire service. That's yeah. how we do all of our service planning is mm-hmm. that the whole service, the whole 45 to 60 minutes, maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, is is intentionally uh, the message, not yeah. just me reading the scripture, yeah. but the there's a the flow message, to yeah. the service. There's yeah. an intentionality um, there for it all to connect and, and weave in and, and be the thing that we present um, each week so that you'll have something to take home. Yeah. So we said, "Hey, let's do Advent, and it'd be cool. Hey, let's do some covenant. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about covenant theology. We'll talk about, you know, the Noahic covenant, the Abrahamic, and all that. And we we even assigned it, I think, mm-hmm. to each week. But and that was pretty much it. Like, you know, we know that the first week because we're just <laughs> going to go in line, right? Right. We know we're going to start with Adam. We know we're going to go throughout, and so we'll do Adam on hope, and we'll do Noah on peace, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, all that to say is that." God in His sovereignty and in infinite wisdom, <clears throat> you you clearly see mm-hmm. hope from the very beginning. We talked about that uh, in the Adamic covenant, but also the promise that came out of that that uh, that the Messiah would come and yeah. crush the head of the serpent, mm-hmm. and that's where you see that the light is there, and and you see it from the very beginning. The light uh, or the uh, we've used we used light synonymous with hope mm-hmm. um, in the midst of darkness. So this week we looked at peace, and uh, I tried to paint a similar uh, 
synonym type situation where mm-hmm. I said we live in a world of darkness mm-hmm. um, that light has broken into. Uh, the scriptures say that, so it's very easy to do. Yeah, and and that's what we talked about in the covenant with creation and mm-hmm. seeing hope in the midst of that. So with peace, um, the the what I tried to paint as I did dark and light was turmoil and calm, turmoil yeah. and calm, and and I think that's appropriate to describe peace. Peace is not necessarily the um, you know the absence of of turmoil, it's the ability to be in the midst of turmoil mm-hmm. and find calm. I think yeah. um, it's not necessarily the absence of war, uh, though. Though it is that mean, peace means a lot of things, but I think biblical peace is more so finding yourself at peace even in the midst of mm-hmm. everything swirling around you. Yeah. So I, I use that and cloud the imagery clouds. I thought it went well with darkness and light because yeah. I think that light still pervades and it's found in the peace as well and the calm uh, and all that. So <clears throat> what's very cool about that, why I tell you all that about how we've gr- uh, crafted our series mm-hmm. and, and then really how God has crafted it even in the midst of our yeah. uh, our, our great planning but lackluster compared to, to God <laughs> sure. yeah. is that, you know, the Noahic Covenant is all about peace. Yeah, it's all about turmoil, and it's all about peace coming in the midst of the turmoil. Yeah, I mean it just is. I right. mean even the the display that God puts in the heavens in the in the rainbow is is a display of um, I was at war with you because I brought judgment upon your breaking the covenant and your sinfulness yeah. that was justifiable and is justifiable for any age or any uh, generation that is caught in sin. Uh, and we give God a bad rap for that, but we're the ones that broke the covenant, not he. Not he. Yeah. Um, but God decides on his own accord that he's going to affirm his covenant uh, that he made with Adam and creation. He's going to affirm it in Noah in the midst of that and, and really start... A new creation again, you yeah. know, uh, through through the the ark and the all the animals being preserved and his family being preserved. That he he it's it's a it's a new a new creation um, in the midst of the turmoil of sinfulness and violence and corruption is how uh, it's 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 described in the scripture yeah. the 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 Hebrew words. Uh, for evil and wickedness and wrongdoing are really the idea of corruption and violence that's yeah. pervasive in society. And so I, to me, I see that as it could be even indicative of our age, violence and corruption and, and infighting and fighting about this and political matters and this and that, you know, all these things. It's still the same. The human heart hasn't changed. Right. And we talked about that, that um, the failure of the human heart hasn't changed the heart of God. Mm-hmm. He still looked at Noah and said, I want to affirm my promise with you. I want to affirm my chesed, which is a faithful love, a faithful or loving kindness shown, or kindness shown through loyal love, and my emet, my faithfulness and truth. I want to display those again to Noah and to creation through through Noah and right. through human to humanity through Noah, just as he did through Adam. Yeah. And so, you know, all that is, you know, we looked at, and then we we ultimately kind of got to that point of peace. And I think this is that handle uh, to hold on to. But before I get there, did you have anything to add to just to summarize 
you know, kind of where yesterday went or maybe something that stood out to you? Yeah, no, I, um, I, I love this. I love that we're digging into this idea of, of Hesed. I mean, that's, you know, it's something that I've, I've learned about in seminary and, and I've talked about even again and as I'm working through PhD work. But um, I, I think it's something that it it's almost hard for us to really grasp it because there is no there's not a true human equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as much as we would love to say that we love people unconditionally. That's really, really difficult from a human standpoint. And um, and so the thing that I love that, that you pointed out yesterday and that we saw uh, last week in, in the covenant of creation is that th- this is God displaying himself doing something that only he can do. Mm-hmm. That God is truly the only one who can show this unconditional kindness through loyal love. Um, and it's, it's an outflow of just who he is. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not that one day he makes the decision, okay, I'm going to start being loyal in my love like this. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This is who God is. It is an outflowing it's of the who character he is. of God. It's the character yeah. of God. That's right. Um, and the thing that the thing that, you, that we see and you know, we saw this last week, we saw it this week with Noah, we'll we'll see it uh, this coming week when we look at the covenant with Abraham is that um, to your point God never changes in that. Mm-hmm. He chooses, he, he is, his character is that he um, has this loving, faithful loving kindness to humanity. And yet over and over and over again, humanity just botches it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yet the thing that's so glorious where, where we do find hope, peace, joy, and love is that in all of that, God never, God's character never changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that is just, that's something that I don't think we can just breeze past. Mm-mm. Like God is, I know that we've all heard the saying, God is the same yesterday and yesterday, today and forever. That's, that's Hebrews. But, um, but, but we say that real flippantly mm-hmm. sometimes. And I don't think that we, um, and I don't mean that in that we're disrespectful. It's just that we don't grasp it. Like you can't mm-hmm. just breeze past that and go, oh yeah, God's always the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yes, he is, but that is a gigantic thing that we have to yeah. uh, try to understand. The fact that our God is always loving, always faithful, always showing kindness, mm-hmm. um, and and sometimes the way that God loves us is by correcting us. It's a very mm-hmm. loving thing. Sometimes the way that God loves us is by letting us sit in something for a little bit to get a better understanding of who He is and how sinful we are. And and yet through all of that, God offers peace to us, yeah. um, which I think is beautiful. And, and, um, and it's something that we can't just glance past, I think, because w- when, when you have a better understanding of how incredible God is and how sinful we are, mm-hmm. it makes that hope that much sweeter. It makes that peace that much more peaceful. It mm-hmm. makes our joy elevated. It lets our love grow, and um, which is one of the reasons why I'm so thankful that God led us in this direction to talk yeah. about these covenants. Because, I mean, let's be honest. You know, our for for us as sermon series, everything kind of leads up to or or comes down from Easter and Christmas. Right. <laughs> That's kind of like those are the two the tent, the tent poles yeah, for us. As, absolutely. And and so there's this um, in ministry. There's this tendency to think. How can we make Easter more cool than it was last year? Or yeah. what can we do to make Christmas more fun this year than it was last year? And you you can never m- completely mine the depths of mm. Advent. You can never completely mine the depths 
of the gospel. Yeah. And um, and so for us, for God, for God to show us to go, hey, why don't you, let's go back to the beginning and let yeah. me show you how cool, quote unquote, Christmas mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. because of what I did back here. Yeah. Um, and, and it'll ultimately culminate in that as we as we talk about Jesus in a couple of weeks. But um, but just for me, the thing that has stood out already in these first two weeks, and as I'm preparing to preach this Sunday, just this incredible characteristic of who God is, mm-hmm. and how the the natural outcome of that is hope. The yeah. natural outcome of that is peace. Yeah, it's joy, and um, that's just been that's really pressed on my heart the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So. Very cool. Yeah. So, so let's get to peace, and, mm-hmm. and peace um, comes. Uh, perfect peace comes from from God and mm-hmm. from from Christ. Yeah. And, and we we see in Scripture that Jesus Himself is the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very important to point out. It really becomes a Christmas message of, yeah. of peace on earth, as the angels came yeah. and, and and stated um, that that you know peace had come. Uh, among us, and mm-hmm. so how, how, and why? But then, how does that relate to to Noah? Of course, well, in in Noah's story, Noah, you know, they they load the ark. They're there for forty days, forty nights, mm-hmm. and then the, the, you know, progressively determine, you know, how are we how are we going to get off this thing? You know, and so <laughs> right. we send out the birds, and then you know they come back with nothing, and then eventually uh, a bird comes back with an olive branch, and and, and the dove, you know, next goes out and. Finds its new home, I guess. And yeah. so they're like, okay, we're, we're good to go now. Mm-hmm. So all that takes place. And we didn't really talk about that much because you, you know the story. But the, the covenant parts aren't necessarily tied to that mm-hmm. um, as much as what happens afterwards. Well, Noah and his family, they offer an offering to God. And it's sweet in the nostrils of the Lord. And the Lord, again, says he's going to establish his covenant with him. He's already said it pre-flood. Now he's saying it post-flood as well and just mm-hmm. reiterating I'm affirming this. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this with you, and um, and um, and and tells him about the sign and all that. And of course, of course, we talked about Noah pretty much squandered it right away. Right. Uh, you know, he had had a real real rager and ended <laughs> up uh, naked and drunk. So, uh, and and just curses happen and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But and that's just to re- reiterate that. The the failure of the human heart is going to happen again and again and again because right. we are dependent upon our covenant keeper to keep the covenant, not only for us, but I mean not only keep a covenant with us, but for us. Yeah. And so, um, so all that to say is that God says, "Hey, I'm going to give you a display that will remind you of the peace that I'm bringing in the situation. Yeah. I'm never again going to." bring judgment the way I have upon the peoples of the world and the earth and the creation that I've created uh, because of the covenant being broken or because of your heart not changing yeah. uh, through that. I'm going to keep my covenant. And by saying he was going to keep his covenant, you know, he basically said um, that um, the covenant is bound by God. Mm-hmm. It is He obligates himself to it. And he will maintain it mm. in spite of human failure yeah. to reiterate and to show us the importance of mercy and grace that the Lord uh, displays and that the Lord loves. I love Micah seven eighteen. We reread this mm. yesterday, but I'm going to reread it. Who is a God like you, forgiving iniquity mm. and passing over rebellion for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not hold on to his anger forever, but because he delights in chesed. Mm-hmm. He, de- he delights in faithful 
love. And then First Second uh, Corinthians five uh, nineteen uh, says this: that is in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has committed the message of reconciliation to us. Mm. And so we see ultimately that peace uh, fleshed out, that, that, that love for Hesed that, that God has, mm-hmm. that he delights in mercy, delights in Hesed, that he has made that available to us in Christ Jesus. He yeah. has made it available to us. And the child born to bring peace, the the Prince of Peace, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, peace ultimately, true ultimate peace is found in Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think of I think of um, a great example of this because the term it's not like the turmoil subsides, right? It, it continues. Yeah. Uh, the world's always going to be at each other's throats. Uh, mm-hmm. The human heart hasn't changed. Sin is going to prevail, uh, pervade, uh, but we can find peace in the midst of that. And yeah. I think about it this way. I think about the example we were given, this vivid example that we were given, when when the disciples have gone off in a boat by themselves, Jesus mm-hmm. had been praying. And so Jesus decides to come across the Sea of Galilee to join them, yeah. walking on the water. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it was calm and serene. Usually, yeah. sometimes if you see images of this or yeah. depictions of it in media or picture or video or videos or, or uh, even paintings, sometimes like the water's just calm. You know, yeah. it was a storm, man. Right. It was a raging storm that Jesus is walking upon the water mm-hmm. in, and so much so vivid. Peter's like in you know in his audacity says, "Hey." Um, you know, command me to come to you. Yeah, if it's really you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he steps off and is able to stand on the water as well. When? Mm-hmm. When he was looking at Jesus. Yeah. So the the turmoil was raging. Peter found peace. Yeah. The ability to stand on a raging sea when he was looking at Jesus, focusing on Jesus. Mm-hmm. But when he began to focus on the turmoil around him, the waves crashing, yeah. the storm raging, what happened? Yeah, he starts to sink. He sank. And so I think that's, I mean, I think it really happened, but I also think it's indicative of spiritually how we have to approach this. Yeah. How do we find peace? How do I find peace tomorrow in the busyness of this season? How do I find peace today uh, when uh, people I love disagree about very important topics? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I find peace uh, when um, there's the threat of uh, pestilence and famine and disease and you know uh, hurt and pain and all that. How do I find peace? I look to Jesus. Yeah. Um, if I focus on all the turmoil and the tumult raging around me, the clouds forming, mm-hmm. I'll never see the light yeah. and be able to come out of it. And so we focus on the light of Christ in the midst of that. That's what the rainbow is supposed to do. It's 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 a it's a a vivid image to say, hey, a storm just happened, mm-hmm. but there's a promise here. Right. A storm just happened, but there's peace yeah. to be had. And we talked about this yesterday, but that, that bow is is a warrior's it's a warrior's weapon. Yeah. And God laid it down and said, Never again. And this promise continues 
for you and me. That promise of he's never going to uh, flood the earth fully like that and deliver his judgment on the earth in that way is a promise to us. It says for you and for all future generations. So that's all of us. That's a promise of God that we can hold on to today. Mm -hmm. But that bow... I didn't mention this yesterday, and I meant to. I just forgot, and I realized I was supposed to read 2 Corinthians 5.19. I never did yesterday either. I just yeah. realized that. I wish I had. But um, but maybe, hopefully, folks will listen to this because it's so huge that Jesus is the source of our of our hope mm-hmm. uh, and, our, and our peace. But that, that bow, if you think about it, um, the way a bow is... is in, um, uh, when it you know when it's being drawn back, mm-hmm. the 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 curve yeah. faces the enemy, mm-hmm. right? Faces the one you're trying to shoot the bow at. Yeah. The bow in the sky is pointed towards heaven. Yeah. It's a picture of that God's judgment was eventually going to be placed on mm. Christ. Yeah. Right. Right. That uh, the punishment. Uh, for uh, human failure would eventually place on himself so he could cover it for us. Mm-hmm. So that, man, peace is found in that, yeah. in knowing Christ and, and trusting in Christ. Um, any any thoughts yeah. that you had from that? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, um, just that, that final thought you just had there about the fact that the bow is pointed towards the sky is um, another great reminder of the fact that God, God is the one who's keeping the covenant. Yeah. That, um, you know, when they when they cut the animals we'll talk about this specifically this week that um like when god makes his his covenant with abraham he they cut the animals in half to mm-hmm. to cut the covenant and only god walks through them yeah. abraham does not and so that, he's sleeping yeah abraham's <laughs> asleep that's right um it's a, it's a god induced sleep but he's yeah. asleep nonetheless but but it's it's god saying may it be so to me if i don't uphold this covenant mm-hmm. and he did the same thing with noah that may may calamity come to me if i don't uphold yeah. this covenant um and that's when when you take that in conjunction with god's hesed his mm-hmm. loving faithful loyal loving kindness that he's not going to not uphold his end. Yeah. He is always going to uphold the mm-hmm. covenant that he has made uh, with humanity. And that's, again, that's where you find peace. Yeah. That's where you find hope. That Absolutely. Knowing that God is who he says he is and yeah. that he will do what he says he's going to do. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, he, he shows emet as well, faithfulness mm-hmm. and truth. Yeah. He will do what he said he will do. Right. And he has done what he said he would do because he sent Jesus to us. Yeah, absolutely. He came himself. He he didn't th- think equality with God was a thing to be grasped. Mm-hmm. He emptied himself mm-hmm. uh, of his heavenly state, uh, placing himself in humble estate as a man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Philippians two five is what I'm loosely yeah. quoting there. Became a servant, and he became a servant, mm-hmm. um, e- even to the point of death on the cross. It says, yeah. Um, uh, and elsewhere it says he became a curse for us mm-hmm. so the curses that come out of the covenant God took on himself yeah yeah well in that second Corinthians passage yeah. I mean that you if you would just keep on a couple more verses yeah. that he became sin who knew no sin yeah so that we might become the righteousness of God in mm-hmm. him and and um, what incredible truth and hope and yeah. and as the the peace bringer between yeah. us and himself I mean 
if that don't get you excited, I don't know what will. Well, and it, it should get you excited, and it should <laughs> yeah. be something that you can hold on to. Absolutely. And, yeah. and say, yeah, my, my world is crazy right now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you know, I, I just think about the simple craziness of trying to, you know, rear children. <laughs> right. Uh, four children in the midst of the holidays where they just are absolute bonkers because yeah. they're so excited about <laughs> right. know, uh, Christmas and everything with it. And it's challenging, sure. but that, that is minuscule, I'm sure, to other challenges. You know, I think, you know, folks may be listening to this who have who mar- have marital issues, the turmoil of that, or may have um, issues with uh, finding a job or, or you know, doing something in their job, or mm-hmm. may, maybe it's health issues. May, I don't know. I mean, uh, Matt, I mean, the, just list, you know, just name it. There, yeah. There's so much right. turmoil, but even in the midst of that, yeah. The promises of God are true, that He loves us. Yeah. He shows us kindness. That word "hesed" we've we've barely even scratched the surface of, even yeah. in this series. Yeah. And I've tried. We've tried to say, <laughs> yeah. but but it it's it's a, a there's a, there's a level of generosity to it that it's hard to describe mm-hmm. to understand what truly that type of kindness. Yeah. And loyalty and love and generosity is wrapped up in that one word that describes only a portion of God's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, but that is something we can hope in and find calm in yeah, and find peace in uh, in our lives is, is Jesus. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, such truth. All right, well, this is the point where we turn it over to you. What thoughts do you have uh, on the fact that we have this incredible peace that God just freely offers to us? We would love to hear from you. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment right on this podcast or this YouTube video. Um, we, we would love to continue this discussion with you. Um, we hope that you're enjoying Christmas. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was also going to say, we really appreciate it if you would maybe comment, mm-hmm. uh, if you would like, subscribe, and mm-hmm. share this in the various um, um, avenues that it comes, yeah. Very, you know, whether it be YouTube or through uh, podcast uh, uh, listener or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, those That would be very helpful to us. It would just you know share what we've talked about with someone else. Maybe they yeah. could be blessed by that and and the Lord could speak to him through that as well. Yeah, definitely. No, that's super helpful. That's super helpful. Um, it's helpful for us, and it's helpful for other people, hopefully, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we, we hope that uh, you are enjoying Christmas, that you are celebrating the hope and the peace and joy and love that we uh, think about and talk about during this Christmas season and then, you know, throughout the whole year as well. But um, we hope that you're enjoying that. But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Garrett. And we hope that you will join us as we continue down the path next week.